This is Monday, and we always try to give good reports on Monday. If you have good reports and you can text them or email them to us, we'd be glad to give them because we love good reports. I'm going to give you some today, but there's a whole lot more that I can't give you today. But these are good things that are happening, and there are great things that are happening in the work of God around the world. Stay with us. Welcome to December the 11th, All Things Apostolic, Monday morning, and we are bright and grateful for this wonderful day in which we're living, and I hope that you are too. God's been good to us, good things are happening, and we are in the holiday season, and I love the holiday season. It's one of my favorite, it is my favorite time of the year. Uh, and for me, the holiday season starts uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and it goes till January the 2nd. And during that whole time, I'm in holiday mode. So I don't know what that means, but it just feels good. And I also love it because Thanksgiving is a basically, uh, for me, a religious holiday in which I am giving thanks to God, and it's a, it's a spiritual thing. I am just grateful for, if I started reiterating everything I'm thankful for, I, could, I, I would not be able to get to the end of the list. And uh, it starts with the most basic things. It's like the old sister used to say that came to our church. He woke me up this morning, and he started me on my way. And um, this is uh, the first thing we're grateful for. But there's many things. And then, of course, Christmas. I love Christmas, and I love uh, the preaching. I love this story. Uh, I, of course, been to Bethlehem several times. I have, um, I don't know that the actual manger that they excavated under the large church, uh, which they present as being the place where Jesus was laid because there was no room at the inn, it is, a, it is an archaeological fact. It's obvious somebody didn't pour cement and make this thing. I mean, it's dug out of the rocks. Uh, so at least it would be a picture of what it was like, and it was probably within a mile, I'm guessing, of, well, almost certainly because Bethlehem wasn't that big. So anyway, you can actually get a, a picture of what it was like for him to be laid in a manger rather than having a room at the inn, which had no vacancy. And I went out into the hills around, um, uh, around Bethlehem. I went into the hills where, with the very highest probability. If you was there, you could see that this was the highest probability where the angels met the shepherds and uh, told them about the good tidings, the good news. Some people say the angels sang. It doesn't really say they sang, but uh, but they announced, and I'm sure they did it with great joy. And so those shepherds' caves, there's there's caves there that are still there. I mean, those rocks weren't just created. They were there in the days of Jesus. Um, and we actually went in those caves several years ago, and we made some radio programs back when I was with Harvest Time. So... Um, yeah, it's a, I just love, uh, I love Jesus, (laughs) 
So I love uh, this time of the year, and I love what it means that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. All of this is just uh, great for me. So we're right, right in the middle of the holidays. December 11th is a, just about as middle as you can get uh, between the Thanksgiving Day and January the 2nd. Good things are happening. I love the programs during the holiday season. Uh, the things that are going on at the church, I love those things. I may love them more because I'm not having to produce them, but I'm, uh, I get to enjoy them and see what's going on. Uh, for example, last night was the children's Christmas musical at the Rock Church, and uh, <clears throat> it was an incredible presentation. I'm, my mind just is, is blown that they're able to uh, uh, teach these children how to put on this performance uh, as well as they do. I think it was the best one we've ever done. Uh, now, next Sunday, December 17th, I believe it is, is, um, yes, December 17th, is um, the family Christmas concert to Rock Church. It's always a big, uh, a big deal many visitors. And the people, this, this is what happens when you become an old man. The people who sang, uh, or who will sing, December 17th at the Christmas concert, are the people that I remember singing on this past Sunday, last night, at the children's Christmas concert, because it doesn't take very long until those children grow up and they become a part of the infrastructure of the church. And um, in this case, uh, the infrastructure of the music department. So this is, um, it's a great, it's a great thing. And these kids did incredible. Learned parts, learned to sing, learned to stand in front of people and not be intimidated. All of these things matter when you're making, trying to make world-class leaders and uh, people's the only thing you've got to, to make those out of. You can't make trees and anything else into world-class leaders. It's people. So we're in the people business. And last night was over the top. I believe, Pastor and I was talking after church, I think this is the most visitors, not the most people. Although the crowd was very large. But uh, uh, the most visitors, the most guests that came that have never been to the Rock Church before came last night. So uh, that, will, that will reap rewards. There will be people that will be back, and they will be hungry to know more about Jesus, and they will become members of the Rock Church and of the kingdom of God. So it was, it was a great time. This is just yesterday. Yesterday morning, uh, Todd Nichols, uh, bishop, pastor, evangelist, prophet, man of God, uh, preached an incredible message. If you can get it on the internet, you need to listen to it. It was a tremendous message and, um, and a great move of the Holy Ghost. He'll be with us again on Tuesday night, and I'm looking forward to that. So 
there's just a lot of great things that are taking place. Here's an example of a great thing. Of course, all of these things are wonderful, but revival, where people are getting saved, getting baptized, receiving, uh, repenting of their sins, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is, um, for us, this is where it's at. That's being born again. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And um, John 3, 3, John 3, 5, that was Jesus that was saying that. And he said, you must be born of the water and of the spirit. And so there are people who, uh, here's an example. This just is hilarious. Uh, while they were practicing, I think it was Thursday night, while they were practicing for the children's Christmas musical, which was last night, um, last Thursday or last week, one week night, they were practicing. And um, two weeks before, pastor had preached on Tuesday night, uh, uh, incredibly stirring message and a very stern, very stern and corrective message. Uh, one of those pulling no punches kind of messages, so much so that it was not broadcast live on the internet. And, um, um, you know, one of those, one of those kind of messages, if you've, if you've been in a church a long time and you've never heard one of those kind of messages, then your church needs help because the church has to have that kind of preaching, at least on occasion. And, um, so we certainly had it. Well, there was a, there was a guest there that had never been there. So he got, uh, he got the full shot gun charge. And um, it's amazing. People say, well, well, you, you folks won't come back. You'll lose people. So this guy was there. And um, afterwards, he said, I, I, I love church tonight, to be one of the ushers or to somebody. He said, I love church tonight, but I especially love the preaching. And so somebody else might think, well, nobody would love that kind of, well, they do. People want to hear a clear sound. You may not know that, but if you if you don't believe that, it's because you don't have a revelation uh, about how a real church operates. And uh, so this guy said, I really enjoyed the service. Well, he came back the night that, this is a few nights later, he came back the night last week, I think Thursday, when the children's choir was practicing. And I guess he thought it was church that night, but it wasn't. Well, but while he was there, he, he didn't want to leave. So he was just sitting there and somebody started teaching him a Bible study and talking to him about God. And he said, yes. And then he explained that he'd been there the week, Tuesday week before that. And he explained all of the, how he enjoyed the preaching. And he said, and uh, they gave him the Bible study. He said, man, I, I want I want this Holy Ghost. And he said, I, and I want to be baptized. And they said, okay, well, come Sunday. And he said, no, I want to be baptized right now. And they said, okay. So the kids are practicing in the sanctuary and the baptistry is in the sanctuary over on one side. And so he, uh, they took him over there and they prepared him for baptism and filled the tank with water, put him in there. 
and baptized him in Jesus' name while the kids were practicing. They baptized him in Jesus' name. Well, he got to worshiping in the baptistry, and he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues in the baptistry. And uh, he was just—he uh, was just overjoyed. He was just overjoyed. If you think back when you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you understand. But he was just overjoyed. And uh, so he worshiped God a little while, and they kind of let him know he could get out of the baptistry now. And he said, no, just, he said, let me just stay here a few more minutes. <laughs> and then he would start worshiping again and praising God and talking in tongues. And, and so they, they went through that routine two or three times. And he said, no, he said, just let me stay here a little bit. He said, I just, I'm, I'm so glad to be here. And, and he's sitting in the water all this time. It was about two and a half hours later that they finally got him out of the baptistry. He worshiped, he talked in tongues, he praised God. He was so excited about Jesus. Two and a half hours later, they got him out of the baptistry. The whole time the practice is going on, the kids are over there practicing, and over here is this guy getting the Holy Ghost and being baptized in Jesus' name. What a, what a, great, what a great occasion. So um, all of that's going on. And uh, even in this holiday season, revival is going on. Um, we got a report from my granddaughter and grandson, Peyton and London. Sunday, they gave a Bible study Saturday to a gentleman who had just started coming to the church uh, about baptism. He had received the Holy Ghost, I think, the week before. And... Um, uh, it was cold, but they took, he said, I want to be baptized. And they took him down. Uh, I've got the picture somewhere, but they took him down and baptized him in the Pacific Ocean and um, they, in the ocean. And, and it, uh, it, was the, it was just an amazing scene. Here's this guy, his wife had got the Holy Ghost, and then a week later he came and he saw the truth, and he got the Holy Ghost, and now here's a whole new family in this brand new work, brand new work. They've only been there, I think, about eight, nine months, and, uh, uh, and it's growing. It's growing, and we're excited about that. And then, of course, my grandson started a church a few months ago, six, eight months ago, um, in uh, Cameron Park, which is the foothills above Sacramento and um, the Rock Church foothill or whatever it is, Nevada's or whatever. And <clears throat> so they had one receive the Holy Ghost yesterday and they baptized, this is a brand new work, and they baptized them in Jesus' name yesterday. So, uh, so they are growing and they had, now they had more, but they had workers there, but they had about 20 or 21 brand uh, new people in service. So this is, this is great. The work of God's going forward. We got a report pastor told us last night from Chad Scott, who's in Roatan and um, uh, for a number of years, Stephen Jones has been there. Brother Jones just took pastorate the church in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, where we will be going in February to um, 
have the induction service of him as pastor there. It's going to be a great time. And um, I'm going to be there. Pastor's going to do the uh, service on Friday night. Then there's a banquet on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday morning, I'm preaching. And then Sunday night, Boston. So, uh, so the whole bunch of us there, the grandfather, the father, and pastor to Stephen. Uh, I was pastor when he's a little boy, but, but uh, Pastor Young has been his pastor while he's grown up. And, um, and then Boston, his contemporary, uh, and the youth pastor and the pastor at Cameron Park. So he will be ministering along with uh, the present pastor that's outgoing, Pastor Dan Schweitzer, who is salt of the earth, man of God. And uh, there'll be Sunday night. So it's going to be a great time. But anyway, when he went, uh, Brother Chad Scott and Sammy, his wife, took the work in Roatan, took the leadership of the work in Roatan, and uh, got a report yesterday. They, they, have, they have a brand new work that they've started um, or that was in its infancy when they went. Maybe there was a few people there. I'm not sure. But, uh, but one got the Holy Ghost there, too. So these, these, are, <clears throat> these are new works. Now, if, if a church has been there a long time and only one person gets the Holy Ghost, it's still a wonderful time of rejoicing. Uh, but a church that's been there a long time, they ought to be having people receive the Holy Ghost every week or at least every month. But, um, but these are brand new works, and these are young men and women, uh, some of them very young, that are committing themselves to doing the work of God and are doing an outstanding job. So... Uh, I'm just excited about all of these things. And I'm trusting that you're having Holy Ghost revival wherever you're at because God wants you to have it. So stay with us tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about some things tomorrow that have to do with uh, uh, how do groups work together. You, you, we've got denominations. We've got organizations. We've got fellowships. I'm in the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship. I love the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship. I'm thankful for what it's doing. have no intention of leaving. Uh, but all group efforts uh, run into all kinds of challenges. And so this is a perpetual subject of how to streamline uh, group efforts to where bureaucracy does not impede the work while it's trying to help the work. So stay with us tomorrow. We look forward to you being here.